before we get into the video, shout out to our sponsors, Subside Clothing Brand. Subside is a new, up-and-coming clothing brand established in Bristol that is looking to add something different with their clean designs that celebrate their roots. You can find the link to all their social medias in the description of this video. From the Terrace Podcast and Subside Clothing Brand, it's a match made in heaven. Support the boys, support the grind, shop Subside. Hello and welcome back to the From the Terrace podcast and to another edition of Champ Talk. Me and Regan are here to take you through all the Good Friday fixtures and preview this Easter Monday. We are recording in the morning. We better get this one up quick before uh, I think it is Watford Borough treating us to a nice early kickoff today. But um, first, Regan, let's talk about the Good Friday fixtures. And the first one we're going to touch on is Cardiff nil, Nottingham Forest 1. Garner looking in another great display, um, scoring the winning goal. He's looking like quite the um, lone signing for Manchester United. Um, what? I mean, I guess we, we slagged off for us before this and we praised Cardiff and we both actually said in our final rounds we think Cardiff were the team to get into the playoffs. Um, we, I think we're retracting. I mean, uh, like we said, we can't keep changing our minds of every game. But... Um, it wasn't a great week. Good wasn't a good Friday for them, was it? Well, on the, on the results term, no. When you look into the when you look into the game itself, you could say that Cardiff should have taken more away from the game. They just missed a lot of chances. I think they had near near to like twenty shots on uh, twenty shots, but I think they only managed to come up with about two or three on target, which obviously for a promotion chasing team is. The exact opposite of what you need, so that's pretty rubbish. And um, yeah, like you said, not the best start. I'm not going to give credit to Nottingham Forest because I don't like them. Um, but I think uh, Cardiff need to step up. Luckily, they've got Sheffield Wednesday next. So uh, if, it, if it was a tough game, I would I would fear for them. But I expect them to go back to getting some form because you're coming to the end of the season. This is what you need. You need you need constant results, especially as you especially as you're one of the chasing pack. And this is not the best start, but hopefully they can quickly turn things around because they need to. Yeah, I mean, we spoke about how we think the final running for Cardiff, the reason they may make this playoffs is Mick McCarthy's ability to nick wins. That's sides, um, that sides foundations and core that they've, they had a couple of years ago as well. A lot of it's still there um, in terms of they can, um, they can nick games 1-0. They've obviously lost this 1-1-0, but you feel like that at least is a, is a good sign in there that that is the approach they're going to take and that is the one that we think will be successful for them. Um, I think I think it just relies on, like you said, with the shots on target, that's worrying. I think they just need to get Kiefer Moore firing again. Um, hasn't been as prolific of late, um, but he has got a lot, of, a lot of goals this season. He's been, he's been a big person for them. So I think it's about getting Kiefer Moore firing. As long as he starts putting away some chances, um, the other players help him out a little then Cardiff would be fine because they're never going to concede too many goals. But is a worrying um, first result back? Because it feels like the first result back from international break, especially for that final run-in, sort of signifies how your run-in's going to go, doesn't it? It does feel like like it is a big statement. The ones who come out winning, you're like, right, they're going to put a result together, whereas the ones who lose or draw, maybe they're the ones who are going to fade away. Um, a bit like how Nottingham Forest did last season in that final run-in, um, ironically. But yeah, Cardiff losing by one goal to nil. I don't think it's the end of the world, but they obviously have to um, pick up points soon because they they'll be cut adrift at uh, from the likes of Bournemouth and Reading soon enough. Um, the next game we're going to talk about, Regan, is 
in the race for top two. And maybe after this game, we could say they're no longer involved in the race for top two. It is Birmingham 1, Swansea City 0. Um, obviously, Birmingham, it looks like that could be a result, Regan. We said it only takes one or two results and they're, they're away from it. We just didn't know where they were potentially coming from. That could be a result that keeps Birmingham safe because you'd expect them to maybe pick up at least another three points in the final running. Um, despite the call that I made, but I thought they were going down. So that's a brilliant prediction. Um, in terms of uh, Swansea, flat, gave away two penalties, although the second one was harsh. Um, I've seen Swansea fans on Twitter finally taking to Twitter saying, someone want Cooper to go. Someone saying they've got away from their philosophy of being a good football inside. And now they it feels like they've got towards the business end of the season and they've sort of reverted from everything that made them good. They've, they are a team who just defends now. Um, and it's not working for them. And, and Swansea don't look like the same team they were earlier in the season, do they? No, it doesn't feel good, really, does it, Swansea fans, where you're in the game and then you lose it in the last couple of minutes because of a penalty. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Um, but it's not good when it happens to them. Uh, yeah, this, this is... I'm not, I'm not going to make early calls because it's the first game. It could just be they, they just need a bit more time to get back because um, because they've been away for a while. But this could this could be like... Um, and not in a forest of last season. They had, a, had such a good run, and I know it's there's a massive time difference. Not in a forest had a few months, and this is only this is only uh, three weeks. But Swansea do have a quite do have quite a few tough games, and I actually said that if they if they do need to put a run in, this is this is a this is an easy game in comparison to some of them, and it shows it shows our confidence that um, I even said I, I can't see Swansea win this game because uh, there's just something about them. That's exactly what happened. Like you said, they looked incredibly flat for the majority of the game, and for a team that was the team that was down there, they let Birmingham control the game for most parts, which is not really what you want to do, especially a team that's fighting for something as well as you are, even though it's at a different end of the uh, table. So yeah, it's re- it's really not a good result, and. Um, Especially with Watford winning at Watford winning as well, yeah, they get they're just cut being cut further and further adrift. And our prediction about who the top six is going to be, who's the top two, etc., that gap is almost becoming un, unreachable. I suppose now the top two is getting further and further away from Swansea. Yeah, and another team that's getting further and further away from is Brentford. Um, they drew one-one at Huddersfield, going down one-nil very early in the first five minutes to a calamitous goal. Feels like it's all too familiar with Brentford conceding goals like that. Um, they can look in control for the rest of the game, like they did once again. They look in control, um, but if you're conceding goals like that, you, you're gonna you're gonna give up football matches. Um, Regan, is this a case of? I mean, if if Brentford win their games in hand on Watford, they're still six points behind. They're still only six points behind with Watford still to play. I guess mathematically, it's not actually out of reach, but I. Is this a Brentford team that you can see catching Watford? Any chance? Do you give them any chance left now? I, I, I yeah, I do give them some chance because it's it's, it's a very similar team to what Manly had charged at the back end of last season. Apart from you don't have the the two star players up front, you've arguably just got the one. Um, but what what I, what I saw because I don't know why, but I ended up watching this game and for for the second half, and it was from. It was just so flat, and it was just so so dull, so dull at most of the points. And the first thing that said that came to my head was, "This is a game the way it's playing that suits Huddersfield because it's slow, it's boring. There's not really many chances. It's a midfield game, and 
Huddersfield really took took control to possession at that point, and that's I didn't expect that from Brentford because we actually both said we expect Brentford to control a lot of the ball, keep it fast tempo, and then keep applying pressure. And they they didn't really do that for most parts. And yeah, the Watford game you can consider it a, a, a top a top two six pointer. Uh, but um, the way Watford are playing now and the way Brentford are playing. It's it's a huge huge mountain to climb, and personally, I don't see it happening because it's it's not a knock to how good Brentford are, it's just how good Watford are at the moment. Um, but yeah, it, I'm not going to rule it out because weirder things have happened. But yeah, it just like Swansea, it's just it's getting harder and harder and more impossible as the weeks go by. Yeah, I think they're making it harder for themselves. You've you've drawn if you think about. Um... They've dropped six points across the Nottingham Forest derby and Huddersfield game here. Three games they should be winning. If you get those six points, I said they're, they're really not far off Watford at all. Um, mathematically, not impossible. Watford are a team who are fallible, although it might not look like it right now. They are a team that could, could lose a couple of games. You never know. They only scrape past Sheffield Wednesday, Friday. We'll see how they get on against Borough when this video has come out. But um, I think the thing with Brentford you touched on there is flat. And I think I've been thinking about it a lot the last couple of days, and I'm really knows that I'm sort of I've lost my sort of motivation for the season. Not because like this, it might seem like so um, ungrateful for where our team are. Well, still, I know we're going to get playoffs. It's still a really good opportunity to get to the Premier League. I don't think we'll do it. Um, but I just think this team's have gone flat and gone tired. And I, you know what, you can't blame it when you actually think back to last season, the running they had to put it together, and how mentally draining that running would have been, and losing to Fulham in the playoff final, and then to in the COVID circumstances, have a new season start about six weeks later. It's not a surprise they've lost, they've run out of steam. And I think that's just what it is. The team isn't playing badly in terms of keeping the ball. They're not playing badly. Into, they just don't have energy anymore. I think that's the issue. There's just no energy there. There's no high tempo of how Brentford are renowned of playing. And I think they've just lost um, a bit of their mojo and the injuries haven't helped. So, obviously, that squad's been a bit thinner this season. So, I, I just think they're tired. Thomas Frank admitted to in the international break, he took a week off personally because he was mentally drained. It's just, I, I think they've run out of steam. We'll make the playoffs. They're, they're still um, a decent enough side. or pick up enough points to get to playoffs. Um, I don't think they'll win them. And um, I think Brentford are a team who, it may seem like the end of the world for Brentford fans if we're going to lose the likes of Rico Henry, Josh De Silva and Tony at the end of the season. But maybe this squad and maybe the coaching staff as well, we'll wait and see, needs to be freshened up a little bit. And, and, and that's what this because this because you can't let, last season was the year Brentford should have got promoted. And I think everyone agreed on that. Um, and this season, they've put in a brilliant effort, the squad, they've put in a, the coach staff put in brilliant effort. I just think they're tired, Regan, and I don't think they're going to catch, I don't think they're going to catch Watford. Although, I do still think they'll finish above Swansea because like I said to you and you briefly mentioned, I'm not a million miles away from Blitz and Swansea doing a Nottingham Forest. Could there is potential there? Just Cardiff might actually have to win some football matches for that to happen. Um, Regan predictions. We've spoke about uh, the Good Friday games. It was a bad Friday for a lot of clubs. Um, how did the predictions go? Was it a Good Friday for either of us? <laughs> no, don't be absurd. Don't be ridiculous. No, uh, a bad Friday all round. I guess you could say because out of the twelve games. Um, like I say, 50% is all right. So six each would be nice. No, we got um, six combined uh, for, for, for the Good Friday. Three each, which is um, amazing um, based on the fact we got Bournemouth and Borough um, correct. We got uh, Watford Sheffield Wednesday. Um, good old QPR doing, uh, doing the bits for me. And um, don't know why I predicted Luton, um, Luton against Derby, but 
oh well here we go and um that surprisingly that is actually it out of all the games we got all of the others completely wrong not even one of us got any of them right so well done to us uh, so yeah three three all on the week and finally after feels like it's been weeks of me failing to take my chance i finally joined the 200 point club and uh, you're you're almost there bill you're on 188 i'm on 200 and the 200 and the extra one just to just to show my position as well one yeah. All right. He's all he's all very confident. He's all very cocky, but he knows how much I've caught him up in the last few weeks, and he knows I'm going to catch him by the end of the season. Um, the chance for me to do that is the predictions Monday Easter Monday football. We love it. Unfortunately, Brentford aren't involved. We'll get onto their prediction there. That'll be the last one. Um, it's what a brilliant time of the year it is. Unless your football team is not winning games. Um, Regan, the early kickoff we've alluded to already is Middlesbrough versus Watford at the Riverside. Do you give Neil Warnock's Borough any chance against this relentless Watford team? A part, of me, a part of me wants to because I could see this being quite a close affair and possibly being a, being nil-nil in all honesty because it's Neil Warnock and Watford do like to shut opposition out. Um, but the the way Middlesbrough got off um, after the restart were terrible. They're really, really bad against Bournemouth, I've got to say. And even though Watford didn't look very inspiring against Sheffield Wednesday, once again, it'll be silly for me to go against them because they're just winning games at the moment. So I'm going to go for Watford again. We go for Watford, and it'd be yeah, like you said, it's silly to go against it. A borough, um, a team that can cause some problems, and you know what? They're one of the teams I do actually fancy in the division, although inconsistent. To give but Watford a tough time of it. I remember actually watching this. This was the first game of the season. Um, these are the. Uh, Replicas of the first game of the season, I believe, this fixture list. And uh, I remember looking at a Borough team and thinking, they're not great, but Warnock's got something out of them here. And they did do that in the end. And they, they gave Watford a tough, uh, tough time of it. So, um, unfortunately, I'm still going to go for Watford, though. You can't bet against them. They're winning game after game. Next one is Blackburn versus Bournemouth and Regan. Bournemouth have started their running with a win. Um, is that a sign of things to come? Yeah, definitely. Well, in in this game anyway, I'm not going to spoil it. But um, yeah, I said in our prediction for the Blackburn Wiccan game that this could be this could be a good thing, a good good time for Blackburn to get a few few results after a bad few weeks. And what do you do? You do the good, you do the complete opposite of what I say, and you lose to the worst team in the league, mm-hmm. and you come up against a very good team. So obviously, I'm not going to back you. So I'm going to back Bournemouth. Yeah, I think with Blackburn, not only. Have they lost a couple of their key players? You've got Dak injury, you had Armstrong not playing, those likes of that. You've also now got, just, there's nothing to play for anymore. It, the season's faded away, and Bournemouth have got everything to play for. They're the better team. I'm going to go for a Bournemouth win. Next one is Coventry versus Bristol City. This is another case of one team who's got a lot to play for and one that hasn't so much. In this time, it's Coventry in the relegation battle. They have really sucked into it now. They are close to Rob Room. They've got to win games like this because Bristol City, you couldn't you couldn't really um, argue against them being on the beach a little bit. Um, <clears throat> Nigel Pearson will be trying to figure out things ahead of next season, you would have thought. So, does that mean Coventry have got an edge here? Well, it's me. And um, since Coventry are playing at uh, St Andrews, then they automatically have an edge from me. Um, however, that... Absolute thrashing by QPR. I don't think I've seen that majority of the season or a long time. QPR actually 
control a game from start to finish. It was honestly, I had no idea where that came from. And Bristol City, don't remember the last time Stoke scored two past people, uh, a team while keeping a clean sheet. Well, Regan, that uh, was City's seventh home defeat in a row. Yeah, I mean, I don't really need to say anything else. It's Coventry, it's a St Andrews, and even though the last time they did that, drew against Wickham, Wickham are in a better form than Bristol City. Um, so I'm going to go for Coventry. Unfortunately, I'm going to stick with Regan again one more. I think Coventry will win this game. Bristol City just on the beach, looking poor. Nigel Pearson hasn't had too much of an impact. You can't blame him. Like He's going to probably be thinking ahead for next season. But Bristol City don't look like a team that's too cohesive. They don't look like a team that looks that inspiring. And that's the exact team Coventry will want to come up against to try and get three points to lift them away from the relegation zone. So I'm going to go for Mark Robbins' Coventry as well. The next one is Luton versus Barnsley. Barnsley started their running with a draw against Reading. Not a bad point. Um, Luton losing to Derby. Luton, another team who I feel like they've got little to play for. Barnsley are going to come out the traps on this one, surely, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I do I do have one of those feelings, again, because it's a, it's a midweek kind of, I suppose, um, game. It's a Kenilworth, etc., However, I mean, you could you could consider Barnsley a little bit lucky to get away with a uh, away with a draw um, with Reading, based on the fact that they're based on the penalty miss, etc. Um, no, I'm gonna. It might just be me again saying that I like them and I prefer them and I hope they do well. But against um, it seems that against teams that really like to attack majority of the game, Luton seem to struggle quite a bit, and because of that, I'm gonna go for Barnsley. I'm going to go for Barnsley too. Enough said on that one, I'm afraid. Um, Nottingham Forest versus QPR. The city ground Forest off the back of a 1-0 win. QPR off the back of a 3-0 win. QPR, one of the more, more informed sides in the division. Um, it's an interesting matchup, isn't it? It feels like it's, it's a mid-table clash. It's not going to mean too much, but it's two clashing styles, it feels like. How do you reckon it's going to go? I think it's going to be a very good game, in all honesty. Um, weird to think that if QPR win this and like Stoke and um, Stoke and Mill will lose, QPR are a top 10 team in the championship. I never thought I'd say that in a million years, but here we go. Um, I, can't, I can't look past them. It might just be because I don't like I don't like Nottingham Forest this week because I may prefer QPR and style of play at the moment, at least, to, to Nottingham Forest. So... I can't not back them after a 3 0 win, so I'm going to say QPR again. I'm going to go for a draw in this one. I think Forrest, um, although haven't been blowing away as sides like QPR have been in recent weeks, and you've got to um, commend QPR for that. They've done very well. Um, I feel Forrest uh, picking up some sort of more Hewton type results. They did the job on Brentford, they've done that job on Cardiff. Garner is in fine form, looks a great player. I think Forrest might frustrate QPR here a little. I'm not going to go for a win, but I will go for a draw in this game actually I feel, I feel like Forest um, have got enough in them at the moment and they're doing alright um, Reading versus Derby Regan at the Medeski uh, Derby probably just wanted maybe one more win just to secure that sort of um, championship status for another season uh, Reading obviously coming off the back of that draw Barnsley not the prettiest game Reading could have won it that Lucas Jean miss was vital but Reading, with probably more to play for, a little bit, you'd say, with Derby, because you'd expect Derby to stay up. So, 
is it going to be in terms of Reading controlling this game and winning it, Regan? No, I don't think so. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm going to well based on the last two games. All all Reading need to do is take the many many chances they get, and they'll be in a lot stronger position than where they are now. I've never seen a team waste so many good chances as Reading. Um, but I can see Derby frustrate them again, similar to what QPR did. And um, I am going to, yeah, it's going to put Derby a little bit towards safety and it's not going to do Reading a lot of good, but I'm going to say they're going to share the points and it's going to be a draw. Uh, I can see the prediction where you're going with that. Um, Derby are a team you like to frustrate. But for me, uh, Reading are going to win. I feel like they're going to be boosted by some of the teams around them dropping points. Obviously, Bournemouth won, but Cardiff dropped points. Swansea dropped points. I feel like Reading may have, like we, we writ off Reading a little bit because they've got a hard fixture list and they're hard running. But because they've got a hard running, games like this, they're going to know are going to have to count even more. And I feel like they're going to make the most of it. So I'm actually going to go for a Reading win. Um, and I know Luke, I feel Lucas Yale will definitely atone for that miss he did at Barnsley. The next one, Regan, is um, League One football galore. Remember when they played out that game where the ball was in the, on the pitch for about 35 minutes at the beginning of the season? Hopefully, it's a bit of a better spectacle this time. But you've got to feel, this is a game Rotherham have to win. Yeah, they do against, against uh, believe it or not, an alright performing Wickham team. This They might be in a little bit of a purple patch right now because four points from two games is probably, well, it's amazing for them. So, congrats. Yeah, yeah. Um, surprisingly, this is quite a tough one to call because I really expected Rotherham to come out all guns blazing to start off with. And um, Millwall, the Millwall result was anything but that. Um, I, I'd hate, I, I'm going to hate to say it, but I'm actually going to go for Wickham on this one, which is horrible to say, but I think Wickham are going to win it. I completely disagree, actually. I think, yeah, Rotherham did lose 1-0 to Millwall, but it's not no disgrace losing 1-0 to Millwall. They're an all-right team. And Rotherham are better than Wickham, I think, all over the pitch. And I feel... They'll know the importance of this. And I don't think Rotherham are going to go down with a whimper. They may go down, but I definitely don't think with a whimper. Paul Warren won't allow his side to do that. We'll know the importance of this game. Wickham have got a win. Wickham have failed to really put um, back-to-back wins together all season. Really, I think they might have done it once. So I'm going to go for Rotherham in this one. I think they're going to control the game. I think they're going to win it quite comfortably, actually, as well. Um, contrary to your thoughts, Stoke versus Millwall, a bit of a dead rubber. Millwall got a chance of throwing, throwing a little playoff chat thing together, but really much, very much doubt it. Stoke off the back of a decent win. Nick Powell's in fine form, obviously. Um, how do you see this going? And is Nick Powell going to stay at Stoke? Do you think? Do you think he's maybe got? Is there potential for him to revitalise his career and move on? There's, there's definitely potential for him because he's shown quite a few glimpses this season while Stoke have been struggling. Just how good, just how good he can be in a, in the heart of a, in the heart of a midfield. Um, but for the game, these two teams are just so similar. They're on the exact same amount of points, and they play very boring. Um, and even though they both they both won their last two games, which is which is credit to them. But I think when you when they come up against each other, they're just going to cancel each other out. And although if I was to pick a team that was going to win, I'd probably say Stoke. I uh, am. You no, know, actually, yeah, I am going to say Stoke. Yeah, I, I am going to say Stoke. Yeah, I'll try, I was going to say draw, but I'm going to say Stoke. Yeah, well, well I'm going to go for a draw. Regan has convinced himself that the Stoke, the Potters may win at the Bet365, but I 
I'm going for a draw. I think, like you said, both sides will cancel each other out. Very similar seasons, indeed. Um, the penultimate game on the Monday is Swansea versus Preston. Swansea, obviously, in that poor form, like we mentioned. Preston, without a gaffer at the moment, being linked to Fortuna Dusseldorf's manager, Uwe Roslowski, formerly of Brentford, Wigan and Leeds United. That would be an interesting appointment. We'll probably get more views on that if it does happen um, in a later champ talk. Um, Swansea, this is probably one of the oppositions they would have asked for, is it not, if, if to get back on track? Yeah, but I, I bet you that result against Norwich uh, for Preston has, has kind of shaken them up a bit, Swansea. But, oh, hang on, they, they can put good results together, even though they scored with the, the last kick of the game. Um, yeah, I'm going to... This this is a game I can see Swansea win, and when I usually see Swans, when I usually can see Swansea win, they do win. Um, so I'm going to say Swansea. Now I want to go for Swansea. This is not how we play this game. I want, to, well, I don't want to go for Swansea, but I think I think that's what's going to happen here. But like Regan said, Preston kind of just stick in there, get the draw against Norwich. I need to win these predictions here. I need to. Get, me and Regan have agreed a lot this week, so I'm actually going to go for a draw. I think Preston could nick a draw, and hopefully they do. Like we said, there is a chance there, although I think Swansea probably will win this game. I'm going to go for a draw because Swansea are in bad form, looking like they could could do a forest and it, I wouldn't put it past them to completely crumble. So I'm going to go for a draw in that game. And finally, on the Monday, is Sheffield Wednesday versus Cardiff. This is a last chance saloon for Sheffield Wednesday, is it not? Uh, it would be if Sheffield Wednesday um, would have been good, really, against Watford. Uh I would have given them a bit of a chance. They they were they were in the game for quite a bit. I know they had quite a few chances, but once again, failing to take them. Um, yeah, I think. Well, yeah, I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm questioning this so much. This is a game Cardiff needs to win, and when Mick McCarthy needs a team to bounce back, similar to what Neil Warnock, they usually do deliver. So I'm going to go for Cardiff. Yeah, I think the thing around Nottingham Forest, uh, Nottingham Forest, I'm sorry, Sheffield Wednesday, is they can make things hard for you when they want to, um, when they want to put that effort in. Um, but Mick McCarthy knows how to deal with that in the championship. He's been there, he's done that. The teams have tried to make it hard for him in the past. I just feel like this Sheffield Wednesday side, like they, they could have got something out of that Watford game, they didn't, and they're not getting things out of games they could easily. And it's just not a good sign that. It's really not a good sign because they're not going to play well every week either. And if they can't um, pick up points in games where they're playing all right, then you do worry for them. So I'm going to go for a Cardiff win too. Um, finally, we have the last two games on the Tuesday night. And uh, one of the first one is Brentford versus Birmingham. Birmingham obviously at the back of that win. Um, but that is not secured their safety, but uh, very close to it. They probably just need one more win, you'd suspect. And Brentford have to win every game now, you'd thought, or at least... Um, along those lines. Uh, how do you think this one's going to go, Regan? Another tough one, because Brentford, no matter what season it is, they always seem to struggle against uh, against Birmingham. Yeah. Because I remember, that, I remember that first game of the season, and when we did, when we did Champ Tour, you were absolutely um, gutted and that they got off to such a bad start. And... But I, I do think that the fact that Birmingham have got a have got an early win in this run in, I think they may may put their mind at ease a bit, and I don't think they'll go out and just go full guns blazing like they did against Swansea. Meanwhile, Brentford, like you said, this is they now have to win basically every single game, and Brentford do like to score, and 
I don't think we've really seen Birmingham like go but go behind or or concede and then put in a put in a really good performance, especially against a kind of defensively strong Brentford team. So I think at the moment this suits Brentford more than Birmingham. And I think the pressure's a little bit off Birmingham at the moment after that win. So I'm gonna say Brentford. Yeah, it's an interesting point you make about Birmingham how they um there is less sort of uh, emphasis on them to get result now. Obviously, like don't get me wrong, they want to be safe as soon as possible. But it, that win was massive for them, and it, it is a big three point, especially with Rotherham losing. Um, but like it's a, even if they if Rotherham beat Wickham like they have got, and then Birmingham lose, then they're straight back into it. So they they, they do need to they can't fully relax. In terms of Brentford, like I said, I just think Brentford run out of steam, and this is no knock on the team. Like I'm not trying to be negative. I just think they've run out of steam a little bit. And I think Brentford could struggle again, actually. And I, I, I'm actually going to go for a draw in this one. Uh, unfortunately, I think that we're probably on for another 1-1 draw. Um, it, I think it's only a matter of time for Ivan Tony scores another goal. So uh, that'll probably happen. But yeah, Brentford just looking not completely convincing right now. I could be completely wrong. Usually when I start to give up a little bit on Brentford, they'll go and bump a team 5-0 and give me some hope again. So that... That that is it's, they're perfectly capable of beating Birmingham, but I'm actually going to go for a draw. I think, um, and I think Birmingham are going to make it a tough game for them with Lee Bowyer because I think Lee Bowyer is going to press a little bit more. I think a Karanka football would have actually probably suited Brentford a little bit, but as we've seen, if you try and take the game to Brentford, you can very much do that at the moment. Um, and finally, Regan, the last game is uh, Norwich versus Huddersfield. Huddersfield obviously giving Brentford a tough test. Norwich a couple of draws back to back. Um, they're not exactly cruising to the well. I guess they're not going full speed towards the title, but they're cruising towards it, is what I was meant to say. Um, they don't need many more points now. Pressed off. Huddersfield, they should beat them at home, really, shouldn't they? Yeah, uh, this, this goes to say I'm going to bat Norwich. I think it's just because they were a bit complacent towards the end of the game against Preston, which which cost them. Um, but I expect them to... Uh, I said this about Brentford and look what happened, but I expect them to put their stamp on the game pretty early, if I'm being quite honest, because Norwich like to get out of the traps pretty early. And I think that they'll they'll see off this game from quite early on, and I expect them to win. Yeah, I fully expect Norwich to win too. And that comes with the end of our predictions. That is the Easter weekend football over and done with. I'll try and get this up before the Borough Watford game. But if you're watching this afterwards, um, hopefully we've got our predictions right. I guess. Um, so that is the end of this episode of Champ Talk. Remember, if you did enjoy the video, uh, like it, subscribe to the From the Terrace podcast YouTube channel. Leave us a rating on iTunes. Follow us on the Spotify. And me and Regan, we'll see you in the next Champ Talk. <laughs>